Rob's about to hop on here in just a second, too. Oh, thank God. He's amping up. Oh, Jeremy <laughs> Corb. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so how you guys been? <laughs> Rob's handling the election well. <laughs> Going through a lot. I I thought Corbin was the top lab, but turns out he's just right wanker. <laughs> I am thinking we'd be proper chuffed, but instead he was having a laugh. I don't think you're using that right, but I really don't know enough yeah, to well, correct that, you about Yeah, well, was Corbin with the Labor Party, apparently, but we're willing to forgive, huh? <laughs> Does anyone here know anything about that? A little. Okay, well, fucking go off, because the only thing I know from this is sadness. <laughs> it appears that the issue of Brexit crosses uh, Labor Tory lines kind of oddly. And while the Tories were making a very clear statement about what their intent was, the labor made none, and they didn't really make up anywhere uh, elsewhere I mean, to make up for that they did downfall. Ha- they did have a clear position, and it was, we're going yeah, to do get a in set- there, Mason. You're we're- European now. I'm European now. Um, no, th- it was essentially they were going to negotiate a Brexit deal with Brussels, and then they're going to have a second referendum in which it's not just an up-down Brexit, yes or no. It's this Brexit deal or cancellation of brexit the issue with that is it's not quite as effective a slogan as get brexit done which was literally the entire tory platform for this election well, i mean if i've learned anything from years of watching the democrats promising people everything tends to work out pretty well for you and uh, electoralism so i'm shocked that that didn't go well saying well, we're both going to do it and not do it it was and of yeah. course i imagine getting brexit done not only just like completing the act but also finishing it so we don't have to fucking like I hear about Brexit too much and I avoid text and print. Right. So imagine <laughs> being in fucking reeds or some imagine. shit. Is that a real city? I don't know. Leeds. 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 Leeds oh, fucking. Oh, I've disappointed myself there. <laughs> and what is it? Leeds, Oxford on Wankershire. Some fucking bullshit. The towns are all just algorithmically generated by years of inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I travel anywhere in Witcher 3 and I'm running through a town like this could be an English town. Like this could be. Oi, Witcher. Yeah, this is downtown Manchester. Yeah, this you have great. to bring out the silver sword for Tories. It's no, it's more like <laughs> it's it's more like Poland because you realize uh, when speaking to the townspeople that after about two paragraphs they've completed everything they're ever going to say to you. Because the British just don't shut the fuck up ever. The best uh, the best part about this election, if there's anything good about it at all, there is oh, no longer have a, to choose. Yeah, there is no longer a single Tory seat in Scotland, and Northern Ireland elected. A, uh, a representative whose father was a Republican who was murdered by the British troops during the Troubles. And so things are about to get very, very lit again in Ireland. Uh, Brad, how would you characterize the uh, the situation in, in Ireland currently? Oh, Thank it's, you, Rob. It's pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> Seems good. Shout out to my impure blood, uh, the Scots, for just giving a big fuck you to England. I appreciate that. As they should, always and forever. Shout out to England for politically, despite hating Polish immigrants, uh, just taking one step closer to being Poland North. <laughs> well, just just a racist right wing hellhole with no protections and 
uh, uh, probably a future war. Now, if we're looking for one bright spot, um, Joe Swinson, the leader of the Lib Dem Party, which, for those who don't know, is essentially if Nancy Pelosi had her own party for only people who thought exactly like Nancy Pelosi, uh, she lost her seat in this election. Thank you for explaining Lib Dem uh, to our listeners, because they definitely did not know what Lib Dem was. Our listeners have Velcro shoes, so anytime you use a new term, make sure to define it. Well, I'm of the mind that absolutely no one should know what the Lib Dems are, so... Uh, and we're one step closer to that being true because last I checked, they lost half their seats. <laughs> I think they're down to like 13 seats. Why do they matter? Uh, they're basically the centrists. Uh, they're the ones that Nero Tandon endorsed. If oh that helps you God. understand. Very cool. <laughs> is the Lib Dem color yellow? Is that them? Yeah. Out? Kind of the piss oh, that, color. Uh, I was, I, yeah. Oh, I was going to say for Nero Tandon, it's the color of a two milligram Xanax bar. <laughs> <laughs> My understanding is that, like, like from watching 30 minutes of t- TV about this, that like most people under 34 went overwhelmingly for labor, like all the door yeah. knocking and whatnot. I mean, there's a lot of people who were inspired by Corbin and got involved and seeing this happen. It's just a it's shame. Just seeing, it, it is just a shame to see the younger generation fall to anti-Semitism like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anti-Semitism. It, it hits so many people. Old Jewish men who lost half their family in the Holocaust. Yeah, Bernie, do better. <laughs> do better. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how quickly that immediately transitioned to the U.S. like news sphere right after that election. Bernie, by the way, anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. No, it, was it, was, like, it was a Washington Examiner article by a woman who I forget her name, but someone dived back in her post and she was praising her uh, grandfather who fought with the Chetniks, which... Uh, if you don't know, they're fine. A Serbian monarchist fascist party who originally were That's fighting three with the strikes, allies. baby. Really- <laughs> yeah, you could stop a Serbian. <laughs> uh, but they, they they fought with the Nazis essentially in World War Two, which is just kind of comic. I mean, people use the term "mask off" a lot, right? But just amazing how now, now it is a little bit labor's fault. Where like if the other side is going Brexit, we're making it about Brexit. Do you want it? Do you want it cleanly done? Do you want it over with? Do you want it literally done? Or do you want some muddied response, right? Fighting on that axis, which is what the Tories did, rather than fighting on the axis of like the manifesto, economic and social justice, healthcare, right? By by allowing the Tories at higher ground, it you could see and the working class went this direction, right? It's in their material interest to support economic justice platform but they prioritized at least in the the data that's coming out now they prioritized the brexit thing like they're like yeah Yeah. the the economic justice thing's muddied i don't know maybe the tories will be good for business i I don't know but i know a hundred percent solid i want brexit to be fucking done right and just you know maybe if uh corbin faced a more bernie-like uh landscape this wouldn't have happened but either way corbin's done labor's fucked and uh, it's going to be a while. And there's really no um, no issue in the United States as polarizing and as like omnipresent as Brexit is in England yeah. right now. You just cannot escape it. And, it, and it, it's it's like every like you're talking about your soccer matches and your English Premier League, and you're not going to know how that's going to go in two years after Brexit and stuff like that. I mean, it just it permeates every single aspect of society. And luckily for us. In the United States right now, the really only like omnipresent thing is how much of a fucking moron our president yeah, it's is. Trump. He yeah, is. Yeah, and then whether are you pro idiocy or you against idiocy? <laughs> That's like, fucking true. Yeah, <laughs> that is. I mean, like obviously, 
America sucks and we don't care about anything. Like there's there's constant mass shootings or there's border camps. People have to go fund me their own health care and all that. But what you just said frightens me a little bit because it there is some mapping, right? In the same way that Brexit was the over overriding thing that animated people's vote, beating Trump, like you said, a, as the, the Brexit replacement, that is what is currently lifting Biden Oh yeah. And any of the states people care about. It's just like, yeah, I don't really care about uh what he says or, or does, but you know, you gotta beat Trump. That's the that's the primary thing. I mean my my dad I was talking to, he like an old hippie, he likes progressive policies, that sort of thing. He literally was like, I think uh Biden Warren would be a great ticket, you know, because you have Biden as the figurehead and, and Warren, you know, as the um the policy wonk and you know, at the end of the day we just we just gotta get old orange Cheeto man out of there. No, it's I, like, I, and, I, and he love he wants like socialized medicine and all that, but he's just got this like, I, I watch MSNBC, um, and that shows me that the number one thing is beating Trump, and you got to pick the guy with the adult brain who's most likely to do that. Well, the thing is, I think what you have to do, I, I think you're right. I think that is why Biden is actually a popular candidate because he's seen as the guy who will get Trump out of there. I think your role as an online poster is to constantly hammer in the fact that Bernie does as well, if not better head to head with Trump. I, I oh, think yeah. I think emphasizing He's the fact also that not literally dying in front of our if eyes. If you are the candidate, yeah, Biden will have his eye pop out across the stage at the next debate, I'm sure. That would be cool if, if his eyes just popped out like a wolf that sees a sexy lady in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> someone's trying it. to allow you to discharge student loans in a bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, Bloom- Bloomberg would uh, automatically snap it out of the air like a toad on instinct. <laughs> CNN commenters, it was a bold choice by Biden to pop his own eyeballs out to prove a point. But he, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, and that's why we have Biden winning this. Chris Cezilla, you, you're up next. But take those shoes out of your mouth. Tell us something. Uh, this was really like Biden's Vietnam, and I think he's really going to get more support from veterans for this because now he understands their issues. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Biden, Biden's Vietnam, I just imagine like one of those flash games from Newgrounds where you, you have to dodge social service hands coming at you as you try to finally smell the young girl's hair. <laughs> <laughs> or suck on your wife's fingers, apparently. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, though. Because, I mean, part of the whole old hippie thing is because it's still a generation that believes fucking anything these assholes tell them on TV or in the newspapers. Which is, it, it, they've, it's gotten so abusive across the board. So it's not just that, like, they turned every fucking media outlet against Corbin. Which, by the way, as of today, the Tories are trying to shut out all the outlets until they apologize for the slanted media coverage of the Tories during the election. And they'll they get did, it. They did a study it. afterwards. It, it, there was something like uh, the, the valence of coverage, and Labor was, like, five times more negative than literally any other party got. Of course like, they were. On the, and that's been going on since, since 2017, right? They've been killing labor. They've been killing Corbyn since 2017 constantly. The minute it looked like they had a chance of getting power, they went fucking apeshit, which of course they did, right? Like it's it, every single media outlet is owned by somebody whose material interests will be hurt by labor winning. But the media thing is, uh, it's insane to see, again, like the whole mask off thing, right? But like, the Corbin thing was crazy to watch, and it's interesting to see them try to port it over, although I'm not shocked they'll do anything to fuck Bernie. But, like, it's in everything now, too. Like, watching Disney 
just absolutely pull the strings of every fucking media company they want to advertise whatever they want in the last few months. So they did it with Disney Plus, right? They just abused every fucking media property they're remotely connected to to force the advertisement on there. Anybody who's supposed to be a journalist, it doesn't matter. Shut the fuck up. Tweet the exact line we tell you to tweet. Fucking talk about the exact thing we tell you to talk about. And they're doing it with the, the Star Wars movie now, too. They're getting tons of different media outlets to print the exact headline over and over again. It's insane. It's insane to watch. Like it's it's pure abuse now. I mean, they're absurdly and it's depressing powerful. that anybody still pays attention to the media and thinks that they're saying anything remotely and accurate. Like it's an extra Star Wars. Has yeah, there, uh, but look, the bigger point isn't about Star Wars. It's about what Jordan Yule was talking about. It's access journalism. Like the Ringer. It's a sports site. They printed word for word the same headline that the Hollywood IGN. Reporter did, IGN did, Variety did because. If Disney says, you print this, you fucking print it. In the same way that Lindsey Graham fucking says it, you print it, apparently. You know, anyone in the Trump White House, if you want to be, you know, on the Axios tier, then shut the fuck up and print what they say. Because if you slight them once, it's all over, right? And it's cruel and it's uh, manipulative, but... You know, that's that's how it works in the media environment and also in Brett's relationships. <laughs> <laughs>
I was wearing a Trotsky shirt, but despite that, people were mostly uh, fun and fine and cool. Um, they had like a, 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 a New Year's resolutions board that I think we posted on Twitter yeah, that was that. sort of funny. Yeah. Um, also, friend friend of the show, Nick. We now know his name is Nick. But in the same way that you don't speak the name of God, I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> you might you might be familiar with him because at a previous fundraiser, he went around to each person having just seen the Avengers movie, and he went around to every party and said, "Excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but the Hulk dabs." <laughs> the, <laughs> Avengers. the Hulk dabs guy was there, and everyone was psyched to see him. We're definitely introducing people to him, shaking hands like he's the mayor of New York. It was beautiful. <laughs> And just when I thought the night couldn't get any better, right? It, it's, you know, maybe 12, 15, you know, the, the lights are down, people are dancing. I turn around and I shit you not, this great man, Mr. King Hulk Dabs, was full body embracing a man in a full Spider-Man <laughs> Tom Holland and Norse of the Lim Dems, by the way. Spider-Man. I, He's a centrist. Uh, you know what? And that just goes to show Hulk Dab's compassion. That <laughs> in, in the dark, we're all human beings deserving of love. <laughs> also, I have to say, somebody did make me read Trotsky. Um, is I'm wearing the shirt that says, uh, uh, rest in peace to a king, John Holmes, and his birth date and death date, and then a picture of Trotsky. <laughs> Very annoying. Great troll of a t-shirt. Right? And someone was like, oh, you know, he actually did fuck. And I'm like, buddy, tell me about it. Right? But because it's the DSA that we then pulled out our phones and he actually found for me something I'd like to read to you right now. <laughs> Apparently, this is a 1937 letter that Trotsky actually wrote. You know, people say like, don't be horny on Maine, but Trotsky clearly is not about that. Here is a, a letter Trotsky wrote to a woman uh, he was amorous with. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Can't I'm I sorry do. for the crude language, but this <laughs> we're about to hear horny Trotsky. Oh, no. <clears throat> 1937. My love, since my arrival here, my poor dick can't get up. <laughs> it's like it doesn't exist. My dick is resting from the stress of these days, but I myself wholly, except for my dick, with tenderness think of that old, cute pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, weird compliment. <laughs> I, I want to suck it. I want to stick my tongue in it in the very depth. <laughs> Natasha, my dear, I will tightly, tightly fuck you. Two tightlies there with a hyphen. <laughs> respect grammar. <laughs> tightly fuck you with both my tongue and my dick. I'm sorry, Natasha, these lines. It seems that these are the first time I've written you like that. The end. <laughs> so what I love about that is it, it keeps the cadence of a, a DM slide where as he's writing it, he's extremely horny. And then for some unknowable reason by then, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't normally <laughs> talk to people that way. <laughs> so thank you to the New York DSA for that sterling moment. That's now etched in my brain and uh, any listener's brain yeah, Brett, eternally Brett, can you as well. That? No, <laughs> never. God. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Rob reading horny shit that someone else wrote ages ago. High on the list of requests. Just got to do that again in the Hulk Hogan voice. Yep, that's other other high on the list of requests. <laughs> Buddy, I got you on that one. <laughs> Brother, since my arrival here, my poor dick can't get up. <laughs> so my dick doesn't exist. He's resting from the stress of these days. 
But I myself, brother, you listed up Mean Gene, except for my dick, the tenderness of that old cute pussy. I want to suck it. I'm going to stick my tongue in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Natasha. I'm sorry. I haven't written you that way before, brother, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> there was some, like, very beautiful, innocent moments where people saw Rob's shirt and they went, oh, who's John Holmes? Oh, do you really like him? Oh, no. That's the sort of dorks we're dealing with. They know Trotsky, but not John Holmes. Do better. <laughs> uh, just incredible. Uh, everybody's very nice, though. They're all very sweet. In real life, leftists, not that bad. Pretty pleasant. Tends to be a do you good guys one. have any? Do you guys have any interaction with that sort of stuff? Have you gone to like, you know, local DSA or PSL? PSL, right? Yeah, I think it's PSL. I always get that confused with Paris Saint Germain, the football team. Both are fine, but not making an impact. <laughs> yeah, I'm very active oh, online. Uh, incredibly, I, I follow things very hard. Um, but I have time now because as of yesterday at about 11:30. I'm no longer in PA school, so that's pretty great. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Very proud of you. Thank you so Congratulations. much. Congratulations. And you're back in the States now, Mason, right? Yeah. So I actually, at some point in the next couple of weeks, will be taking a trip up to New Hampshire to knock some doors for Bernie because I'm trying to have hope. Um, I will oh, yeah. be interacting. So if you're in Massachusetts, go do that. It's not that far away. Doing some fucking practice, baby. Yeah. All right, let's do the, the TikTok thing. T- TikTok apparently is the arbiter of whether you're cool enough to post, which, you know, I guess someone had to be. Fucking mods. They got in trouble because what happens, because life is cruel, is that people with disabilities or just fucking dorks will, like, post themselves singing Let It Go, and then other people will be like, ah, check it out, look at this dipshit uh, singing Let It Go. And then it'll go viral for all the wrong reasons, right? It, TikTok is just becoming a place to make duets where you dunk on people that aren't like your conception of a normal person. And so to combat that, which this is like this classic liberalism, like it, it, the, the idea makes some amount of sense. They just have no idea how to actually get it done, right? They just made an anti-bullying division that would take a look at you and be like, mm, buddy. People should not see you and put a cap on the reach of your content. <laughs> yeah. For your own good, it's better that uh, nobody sees you uh, dancing smooth criminal. So TikTok yeah, so- has come under fire for suppressing videos from disabled LGBTQ and overweight <laughs> users. Yep. The three yeah, Basically, they have, a, uh, they have a group of very cool people who look at you and they determine, just like the mean girls at high school, whether or not you're worthy of notice and attention. And if they deem you unworthy, uh, nobody really gets to see your TikToks. It's like the opposite of Final Fantasy fourteen. Like TikTok is saying like, sorry, uh, you are too gay for this content to make it out. Where in, in 14, they're like, you are not gay enough for this. Really. <laughs> you, have, you have to like, uh, you have to sing the King George song from Hamilton just to qualify. <laughs> I practiced for weeks on that shit. Now, how, how, what, what is the cutoff on the overweight though? Is that like a, is that like a, you know it when you see Whatever it or do Brett they have a is. B? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that why Brett's TikTok isn't connected to the podcast? It's not about that. Brett just can't fit in the normal aspect ratio. <laughs> we need the Brazzers lens just to get Brett cooking in the shot. <laughs> the Brazzers lens. So what is the Brazzers lens? For? I love that. That's a that's a commonly used film device now. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll be I'll be honest. In my heart, 
in my heart, you know, I said, like, please explain new terms because our Velcro shoe listeners won't, won't understand them. I feel like maybe more people do understand this one. <laughs> what is the Brazzers lens? Oh, the Brazzers lens is going to be like a bubble lens, which is going to create like a more of a curve instead of a straight shot so that it's a little bit curved, but you get more of a wider angle coming in. So for someone like Brett, who's trying to broaden his horizons on his cooking podcast or thing, uh, he's going to sex it up a little bit. He's going to use that Brazzers lens, which is going to make that booty pop when he's, you know, making bread. Mm, that's interesting. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea that uh, really the people on the cutting edge of innovation and filmmaking are the porn industry. It's always been the porn industry. Like technology and stuff? No, I'm serious. Uh, like, throughout history, they have been an innovator in film techniques, technology. It, it's a lot of shit is driven by the fact that people are extremely horny. There's a lot of money in it. They're just, they're, they truly are the next Galileos. I, I hope one day there's a space satellite where it's just like uh, the, the European Space Agency is just like to congratulate all the hard work uh, from our many academics for finally confirming the nature of supersymmetry using the famous uh, Brazzers lens satellite. <laughs> They peered deeper into, frankly, anything and at a level of detail no one really needed, but we thank them for their innovation. <laughs> you know all the black hole scenes in Interstellar? Those were actually just Pornhub videos that no one's really got, gotten popular. Spoilers, I haven't seen Interstellar and I don't need to know that the black holes in it squirt. <laughs> yeah, no, you go, to, you, go to, you go to the really dense planet and you can jerk off for two hours instead of two minutes. <laughs> that That's crazy. You're just like, you're on a, you're on a spaceship, right? You're like, I can just go ahead and just get a quick wank here before Mission Control uh, calls back in two minutes. And then in two minutes, it's the sound of your adult daughter who's now 47 because of time compression. <laughs> that was basically... Where have you been, Dad? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, a lot of space stuff. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of space stuff, the uh, Dems did a deal this week to get, make Space Force happen. Yes. And, it, and in return, we get... Parental what leave for federal workers. That is good. That is a good deal. That was, that was the trade. Happened. I don't love that it was like $800 billion for an omnibus defense spending package that went to things including Space Force, hell camps. But, you know, do you feel insecure because you're in Air Force and now there's a bigger, higher up force <laughs> called the Space Force? They're just flying over you, just laughing at you, dumbasses. Like, oh, 32,000 feet, huh? Suck my dick. <laughs> You get, you get all the good officers' quarters. Not remotely worried about it. That's the even nerdier group of the Air Force now doing this. Also, God God bless you if you decide that's what you want to join. Yeah, who who's going to be applying for that? It's like it's like the MIB, right? You know, when Will Smith is like an NYPD cop, but he like shows that he goes above and beyond what you expect from the NYPD. Uh, oh, so MIB. When he murdered they, the they, they innocent girl during the shooting drill. Yeah, yeah I remember that scene. <laughs> That did happen, right? But he had a great reason for it. That uh, again, a super cop, <laughs> excelling at all the things cops do. What happens is they just go to like the rec room of an air force base, and the most anime guy there, they're like, "I'd like to talk to you." <laughs> there's, there's a level to this that a lot of people aren't invited into. <laughs> no, leave the body pillow. You won't be needing that where we're going. Uh, I, I have two more silly things. Not silly, just incredibly depressing. I guess. It's a little different. Those are very different things. No, actually, they aren't anymore uh, because the fucking alphas of Western civilization are Donald Trump, extremely silly human being and depressing, and Boris Johnson, somehow equally silly 
and fucking depressing. Uh, so in case you're curious where the rest of Europe is, uh, far right and bad. Uh, apparently Italy, uh, so I was, I was on the post just like uh, searching for tits like the average New York post reader. Sure. <laughs> and I saw a thumbnail, it, it said, they thought she was just a pretty face, but what happened next will shock you. And I clicked it and it turns out uh, she started a Nazi party in Italy. <laughs> Apparently someone named Miss Hitler was just arrested for plotting to build a Nazi party in Italy. They got a bunch of guns and a katana, of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the katana. You gotta have at least one sword guy. And uh, yeah, I guess there's a real movement over there. At least she's ideologically consistent. Anybody call themselves Miss Hitler, like I would hope is candidate number one for starting an illegal Nazi party in Italy. Which it is an illegal thing to do there. Well, I do, what I don't even get is literally Mussolini's granddaughter and I think grandson are both in Italian politics. So why are you even starting these parties? Because the Mussolini people don't want to watch you do your cool katana moves. <laughs> but Miss Hitler, well, I'm sorry we don't know her actual name again because we, we're just going by the username Miss Hitler from when Rhett swiped right on her on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to roll those yeah, dice got a pretty good body, though. Yeah, you miss every shot you don't take, you know? <laughs> She had some interesting tattoos. Upon closer inspection, they were all swastikas, but you know. Hey, her interesting fact here says she used to be in pageants. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 really into genetics. I think she might be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's in school for biology. <laughs> says here she's into organizing and building her local community. I'm into that. Listen, she seems great. I don't know what you guys are ragging on her for. Yeah, so Italy also shit. Um, France, how's France doing? I guess they're just straight neoliberal. Poland is psycho. Honestly, we're France has been rolling through a low grade revolution for like a year yeah. now that no one's talking about. So. Because, it's, yeah. because it's France, and like, but it's it's a weird. There's a weird, the 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 vest people are very like problematic uh, with their makeup. Um, well, there's yeah, there's no coherent ideology driving it. It's just gen. What do you mean, like? The they use eyeliner and mascara too much. <laughs> that's that's not really the problematic type of paint uh, the French like to put on their face. It's just this. That's that's a blackface oh joke. <laughs> I'm talking about Joker makeup. Extremely corny. <laughs> I hope Ralph Northam gets caught with Joker makeup, and they're like, "Actually, that's too far." Get the fuck. Get the fuck out. So, have you guys been to the stairs in the Bronx and like? done that thing yet i've been there before joker they suck to walk up and down and there's a lot of people that uh don't have great access to public transport there it's just basically the one line so it's extremely funny seeing everybody come out and throw eggs at people that want to dance on it oh yeah i saw, uh, I saw the egg rules. throwing video that's pretty funny i finally saw the movie and nobody needs my take but basically uh is fucking boring why is that why do people want to jump down that staircase? It's no, it's it's not a it's not a great movie. Just it's just sad clown man. It's, it's taxi driver, but even no, it, more it, boring. It's just the have, have you seen have you seen have you seen King of Comedy? Um, also Scorsese is that the one with Bernie Mac? <laughs> but I, I swear to I swear to God, it, Damn, son, you talking to me? That's King of Queens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, no, King of Comedy, if you watch it in the plot of Joker is like half lifted from Taxi Driver and half lifted from King of Comedy. And it's just both movies at once, except so much worse. It's not great. Sorry, I'm still imagining the King of Queens guy, Kevin James, is the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how I got these stretch marks? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my fat joker. His name's Brett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brett. How'd you get him? Tacos. We've been over this. Is there is there not another taco in front of you right now for the second sequential day? Yeah, but that's my post pod taco. Did you have a pre pod taco? I had pre pod taco. So, sorry, do you just have a taco slowly getting colder and like emulsifying in front of you? Yeah, that's the, a sacrifice we make. Sub the Patreon, <laughs> and then I'm gonna eat it, and then I'm gonna make some edibles and have a great evening. What about it? What? Where's the taco? Fucking from? Judgy McGee over there. <laughs> it's from an incredibly authentic Mexican place in Sunset Park, which has dope Mexican food. Look out! Here's the thing: you try to get him to talk about Stacey Abrams, and he's very polite. You 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 assume that he would eat a gelatinous cold taco, and now he's starting to get fired up. <laughs> I know you can't see it, but he took his shirt off about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> That's how I win every argument. <laughs> he, he's just like a Jersey guy, just fucking punching his knuckles into the other in a wife beater, just like, oh, go ahead and say that shit about a sous vide again. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets him fired up. I was just going to say, I, I think I, I posted this in the, the chat there, but like, shout out to Laura Ingram's fucking ghost podcast. Oh, yeah, this was <laughs> that's a cool the one. way to that's that's the way to do it. This is the last that is, this is the last episode actually of this show, but the Patreon uh, will remain active. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for people who don't know what they're t- what they're saying, uh, Laura Ingraham, the super racist Nazi on Fox News, that the blonde literal, one who did the fucking literal literal Nazi, yeah, literal Nazi, Nazi. Um, has been running a pot. Well, running, excuse me. At one point, had a podcast that people gave money to. The podcast no longer exists, but they're still taking money for people for the podcast. <laughs> it's just so funny to just be like, like if you look at the comments, are all people like, Laura, we need your voice. Where have you been? We've been listening to the back catalog. Can you imagine just selling the back catalog of your fucking non-existent podcast? Hey, guys, rem- remember episode two of Dumb and Awful where Brett just went in on ted cruz's wife for four hours for some reason <laughs> it's like the disney plus like you don't want to miss out access to that you might want to re-listen to it after brett gets canceled <laughs> by the way she didn't even make it a full year so uh we already have more grit yeah. than laura ingraham does i think i think you knew that already i mean i was honestly concerned that i didn't so <laughs> they feel better feel good i was literally excited when i saw this headline and then it was just about like content production because it did say Laura Ingram's ghost podcast and I for like one second I thought life was beautiful and there was like a ghost hunters version where <laughs> Laura Ingram goes to old houses <laughs> I'd, I'd straight I'd straight up pay 50 bucks a month to see that or 50 month, 50 bucks so a year I, I, I sense a spirit in this room it is a former slave and he says he was actually happier back then <laughs> alright so, so we're gonna see what we can do to not release a spirit <laughs> How, how did he? How did he die? And just Grover Norquist is like regulation. <laughs> Somebody tried We're to here raise in a Harriet tax. Tubman's house. Oh, I think my purse just. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the say see the day that Laura Ingraham was this close to Scooby Doo episode, just hunting down Nazi ghosts. Yeah, she's real excited to meet just them. Just to vibe with them, be, be like, teach me a lesson. <laughs> she brings a Scooby snack so that they can hang out together. <laughs> Uh, I think the Nazis were more into going up than going down. I don't know. <laughs> joke about amphetamines. Fuck. I don't know. Never mind. That was all right. <laughs> Fuck you. How about take it? We're trying to riff about Laura Ingram being a paranormal <laughs> investigator. You want to take us over to. No- Nobody knows about Nazi amphetamines. People know about previous reference Grover North. <laughs> <laughs>
some dude from relevant two fucking decades ago. He's a weed dude now. Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a he's a huge vape guy. Vape guy. Huge oh, vape yeah. guy. Huge vape guy. Which is so funny because, because no, no. I mean, he was so successful. The government's basically fucked, and taxes don't exist for rich people. Yeah, he's, so like he's earned his. He just fucking. He's <laughs> like, oh man, I won this fucking one. All right, on to the next. He thing. is apparently, and they like. Apparently the Trump White House is obsessed with the vape vote. Like they have like a they have like a war room to make sure like the vape issues are always like going in their favor, which is why he backed off of you know banning arsenic st- and no, vaping clips. But or the, the flavored the flavored pods are still banned in the U.S. It's like a it's it's a thing because I I was I was heading back uh, from Austria and then a couple people in my program um, had to go uh, stock up on mint pods. Before they, they flew back to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> it was a grim sight. Uh, so, yeah, as of November 17th, he reversed course on the flavored vape ban. Oh, so they did change my you got to get that vape vote. Yeah, it's important. I like of all the things that don't make sense, like, you know, there's not clean water in so many cities now. Like, you just drink it and get fucked up. But flavored vapes was apparently the line in the sand. I mean, what, what other marker are you going to use to figure out, like, Trashy, racist white dudes. Like, what What would be the other thing you'd pick? That's not even who vapes. I work very near to Wall Street, and I just see dudes in suits just ripping fat clouds all day. And it's like, buddy, you were already obnoxious Did enough. I not say racist white dude? Like, what is... uh, yeah, but not. I think most people don't consider them trashy, unfortunately. Mm. One day. One day that sort of gaudy overconsumption will be there. But Yeah, that's true. Not yet. Need more riffs, probably. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure the solution involves me laying on the couch and uh, staring at Brett's congealed nacho. <laughs> Taco. Taco. Oh, Jesus. Excuse you. God, keep keep that fire for Elijah Cummings, friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but thanks for listening. This was Brett. Everyone was bored. We had Rob at Dumb and Awful. We had Brad at Fizz the Shizzle. We had Mason at Zizek Thotty. Join us on Discord. Come hang out with us. Come play some fucking video games with us. Uh, by the way, speaking of that one that we talked about a while ago, Disco Elysium, they won an award. They got up there and they said, thank you, Marx and Ingalls, for inspiring us. So, you know. Did they really? Yeah. They absolutely Hell did yes. that. I still, I so, still have to So, come play Leftist game. Video Games with us. It's so good. Join Patreon. If you join anytime between now and January 5th, you have an opportunity. Nathan from Marx Madness Pod will read any book of your choice, under 300 pages, anything you want. Uh, I don't know why he's agreed to this, but he has. So, you know. Then we're going to talk about it on the next books episode. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a real bummer if you read it all and then didn't. If it's terrible enough, he's just going to curse at you and we'll move along. Um, If you read something and it's not for content, what are you, a fucking dumbass? (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to enrich your brain like a real wanker? Just read for fun? Weirdo. I know you can't see it, but I'm making a wank motion as I go. I'm going to expand my horizons and learn more about my world. (laughs) (laughs) Idiots. Uh, All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.